the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back. It is the best day ever. I'm Kat Taylor. Summer Shore is here with us, and we are so excited that you've decided to join us. Uh, this is a chance for us just to chat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hang out a little bit. Talk exactly. About yeah. Let's talk about all kinds of things. And something that has been, I think, on my heart a lot lately is friendships. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the reasons is because I've been feeling like a really bad friend. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I think uh, it's something that we all kind of go through with friendships. They change. They mm-hmm. may, you know, as you go through life, but I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, I have lost touch with some really good friends of mine. And maybe, you know, looking on Facebook has something to do with that because you look at what they're doing and you're like, yeah. oh man, I'm so happy for them. And I would love to just pick up the phone and call, but that would be weird. <laughs> Isn't it funny? I think you've touched on something because Facebook has totally changed the dynamic of friendships. Yes. Like we, I heard an analogy once that we have friendships that are a mile wide and an inch deep mm. because we sort of see everything everything that there is on Facebook. And then we're like, well, well, now we don't have anything to talk about. Because I already know everything that's going on in your life, even though we really don't. Right. But yeah, it's interesting because I've totally been in that position of yeah, I should call. And it's like, well, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. I, we've so much time has passed. Yeah. 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 And a lot of time has passed. It's been like ages since we've had real face to face. Right. In person time. Yeah. And there's a few friends on Facebook that I went to um, high school and even college with. Yeah. I was in their weddings. Yeah. And it's like, oh, gosh, I just I feel terrible that I haven't reconnected. But I know that once I pick up the phone and I call, mm-hmm. um, they're going to be OK with it. Yeah. You just pick up where you left off. Yeah. But I'm scared it won't. <laughs> what, if you it know, like, what are you doing calling me? <laughs> well, that's the worst, too. Like, I've tried to kind of rekindle some of those friendships. Yeah. And so I'll reach out or I'll comment, you know, on their Facebook post, and it's just crickets. And yeah. I'm like, oh, or I realize I'm liking all of their pictures because I'm trying to stay in touch. And there's like radio silence on right. the other end. I'm like, oh, maybe they don't really care about what's happening. <laughs> like, or maybe they're just not on Facebook that yeah. much. But, you know, it's funny how we kind of have this whole internal monologue of what's happening. Right. When- what a simple phone thinking? call would totally solve it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I have this uh, one friend from college, uh-huh. and she has uh, just been the true definition of a good friend. Um, she was there like when my dad passed away, and she wow. flew down, and she flew up here for my wedding, and yeah. uh, just has been a solid rock friend. And something just over the last year or so, I mean, just life. Life happens. Yeah. yeah. And I do. I feel, I feel guilty mm-hmm. um, because so much time has passed. I know she doesn't care. And then it's it's like, well, I need to have that big chunk of time to be able to sit and talk to her. Yeah, and, and catch up properly. Right. right? And then yeah. I feel like, well, we I just don't have that time, you yeah. know. But you have to you have to work at these friendships and you really have to invest in them. Yeah. And I keep reminding myself that like it's okay. It's okay even if you just have five minutes to say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll 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 touch base, you know, when we have more time and totally just to put it out there. But yeah, that guilt kind of keeps you from from doing that. It does. It kinda almost paralyzes 
surprises you because I think we're afraid of if we don't catch up properly or if I don't really take the time to be thoughtful and say all that's on my heart because they are in our hearts. We have a lot to say. But if we don't get it all out, then somehow we're not honoring that friendship. Right. Like sometimes I feel like, oh, they deserve so much more. And so I'm going to wait until I really can catch up and tell them everything that's on my heart and how much they mean to me. Um, When really just a funny meme, you know, that I found that just says, hey, I'm thinking of you is enough to at least let them know and feel cherished and, and feel like. Yeah, we're still connected. I have a friend who's really good at that. Um, she just a week goes by, and if she hasn't heard from you, she just sends you a quick little note. And it's it is. I've never felt like shortchanged by that interaction. I've always yeah. felt blessed and like, oh, that's so nice. She was thinking of me, and we have a little quick right. text exchange, and we have coffee when we can. But yeah. she's very good at being intentional about just consistently reaching out. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something about that consistency that just it kind of. Um, spans that bridge, spans yes. the gap of time. You yes. know, if you're just consistently little drops of, hey, right. how's it going? Yeah, and I think I it's it, it's that understanding between friends that, yeah, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to talk. I don't either, yeah. but here, just I'm pushing this your way that like I am thinking about you. I'm yeah. there with you. Yeah, yeah, it I makes think, a difference. Yeah, it absolutely does. I have a um, a friend that actually worked here at the the station, mm-hmm. uh, and I've known her years ago. And when I was pregnant with my second child, she loaned me this huge bag of maternity clothes. Oh, cool! And I was like, "Thank you." That's I a said, good friend. Yes. <laughs> and but I was moving to Seattle at the time, and I said, "Well, I promise I'll get these back to you. I'm not going to be that friend that you know, or that person that keeps your clothes and never returns them." And she's like, "I know you won't." I still have the clothes. <laughs> and your daughter's are health? Eight. <laughs> and I feel goes. so bad. <laughs> and she would totally laugh. But I, I, yeah. I mean, when I moved back here, we were trying to connect. And I thought, I'll get you your clothes. And then time went on and we just didn't. And I have her clothes sitting in the back of my closet. And every time I see them, I just... just <laughs> They're feeling of guilt just like <laughs> waves over me and it's it's terrible. Oh. But I know that if I just said, hey, can we meet up and chat and give you your clothes? She'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah. You totally. Know, but yeah. It's, it's funny what <laughs> keeps us from doing those. Yeah. Have you ever had to let go of a friendship? Yeah. That's tough. That's hard. It's funny because I actually miss some of my like close sister type friendships that I don't have anymore, more than some of the guys that I've dated. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, kick him off my social ladder, but oh, my friend. Right. You know, yeah, there was, um, I had one friend in particular in college and it just, she was really trying to work through some stuff and I was dealing with my own drama and trying to work through and just, you know, you're kind of figuring out how to be yeah. a healthy functioning adult out on your own for the first time. And we just really like, she is a wonderful person and I'm fine, but the combination of the two of us just turned into this like little whirlpool of, of chaos and drama. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and it, yeah. Was, it was kind of one of those things where we just said, we should maybe just hang out elsewhere right? on our own, not take a together. Break. Like, yeah. Let's take a breather. And actually, we've kind of Facebook has sort of given us an opportunity to kind of come back around because now we're both settled and balanced and healthy people and, right. you know, living our lives. And so it's been fun to see her husband and her kids. And and we've had some nice interchanges kind yeah. of on, the, on Facebook and stuff. And so that's been a really nice way to sort of reconnect in a way that wasn't as awkward as maybe like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you, you know, since we right. like parted ways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? So it was kind of a nice, gentle easing back into the friendship. Right. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's not easy. It's kind of an awkward. Because you don't think of having to let go of friends. You know, you yeah. think of breaking up with, you know, boyfriends or sure. whatever, yeah. but you don't really think of that with friends. There's been some relationships, you know, friendships that have been kind of 
toxic in a way and just like full of negativity. And Mm -hmm. I've just thought I can't, I will, I will be nice with them and Mm -hmm. I will pray for them, but I have to separate myself from them because it starts to weigh on you. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and at the time, you know, feeling so guilty about it, but I look back now and I'm like, I needed to do that. And that was okay to do. Well, I don't think we give ourselves that permission, right? There's sort of this pressure that you have to just love everybody. Right. And we forget it's okay to love them from like way over here. Yes. <laughs> you know? Like that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't second guess that in in like a romantic relationship with a boyfriend. But with a friend, it's like, no, we've got to stick through it. Yeah. And I don't know. It is. It's interesting. I think those boundaries that we have to learn to set and when to set them. Mm-hmm. That's a complicated thing. It but is. I don't know. What about making new friends? Because as an adult, Gosh. it is like a totally different ball game. It is. <laughs> like, you can't just you... like, hey, want to play and then run off. Right? You know, like, like kids oh. do. Yeah, exactly. It is so awkward. And then when you, you know, you have kids or you're, you are at a playground and you think, well, she seems kind of, you meet him at school events or something. Sure, and you're like, yeah. well, she seems kind of like she'd be like me, you know, but how do I make that initial, hey, want to grab coffee sometimes? You right, know, um, right. Or they, what if they say no? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh no. Like as a kid, I was way more confident making friends. And I think maybe because the stakes weren't as high. Yeah. Like it's, hey, do you like to swing? So do I. Great. We're always going to be friends. Yeah. You know, it was very simple for Yes. But now it's like, oh, life is so busy. And so it is. It's hard to kind of even put myself out there. And I've realized I'm more of an introvert Mm -hmm. than I ever gave myself credit for. And I, I tend to be extroverted in large groups, but then I have to retreat and recharge. And so to offer up that recharge time. Yeah, is really precious time. And so it is. It's that combination of like, she seems really cool. But do I want to take the chance? Right? You know, (laughs) do I want to take that on right now? And you can see on her face, she's thinking the same thing. Like, she seems cool. But gosh, I've got laundry and I've got things. And like, do I want to take the chance? Because she could be not as cool as she looks. Right, exactly. (laughs) I know. I think I saw somewhere it is. It's it's called mom dating or friend dating. You're like, (laughs) I love it. Oh, are they going to like me? Are they not? This is so (sighs) awkward. Am I wearing the right shirt? Right. (laughs) And then would our husbands get along? That's the other thing. Like then you have like your other circle of the people in your life and would they get along? And it's so funny because when my husband and I first started dating, actually right before we started dating, I had a really good friend and I was like, you know, she should meet Jake, my husband now. Yeah. She should meet him. They should hang out. Maybe they could date. And I actually tried to like set them up on a date. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm super glad it didn't work out. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- there is that whole dynamic of trying to get all of your circles to mesh together. Right. Like they should. They should all yeah. get along, right? Because they all like you. Yeah, so why yeah. can't that? And yeah, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't always happen. No, no. <laughs> Were you someone who um, always had a lot of friends growing up or did you have like those one or two close friends? It was kind of a little of both. Mm. So I kind of mentioned like I, I'm discovering more of my introverted side mm-hmm. and I, I guess ambivert is the name for that where you're sort of like partial extrovert and partial introvert. Yeah. Um, I can kind of be in either camp, but I usually had a lot of surface friends. Right. Um. So I always had somebody to hang out with. I loved being sort of the social butterfly and kind of you know, I loved entertaining yeah. really is what it came yeah. down to. It's like, put me in a group and let me entertain you. Right. Um, so I always felt like I had lots of friends. But then when it really came down to the people that I shared my heart with, um, it was just kind of I could count them on one hand. Yeah. You know, and actually one of them I'm still really good friends with. She was my first friend 
when we moved to Oregon. Her name's Lindsay. And we met when we were eight years old. And we bonded over Barbies because I did not have Barbies. I grew up with all boys. So we had Luke Skywalker and we had (laughs) He-Man and G.I. Joe. I did not have Barbies. And she had like all the Barbies, the shoes and the accessories. So that like we were bonded for life over that. (laughs) That was your dream. But yeah, we're still really close friends. She came and massaged my feet when I was pregnant and they were huge and swollen and yeah, she's just been a really steadfast, constant That's a good friend. friend. <laughs> Such a good friend. Yes. She sacrificed. Yes. <laughs> All right. Give me your feet. <laughs> I know. Let's do this. <laughs> but what about you? Like, have you um, always sort of been surrounded by friends or just a couple of really close people? What, how you did know, you navigate it's that? It's funny. I think growing up, mostly, uh, it was, it was kind of like you. It was surface friends. I had friends I played sports with. I had friends that were in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody that I was super close to until high school. Then I had mm. a few really good friends. Yeah. And I feel like I was like, oh, this is what it feels like because I can relax and I can be myself. Yeah. And that's I a c- gift. You know, and I yeah. didn't realize that that existed until then, hmm. I think. That's interesting. Um, my mom and I were always so super close. So I felt like she always took that place of being my best friend. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that huge need. But then when I did find those girls in high school and I thought, wow, this this feels really good. You know, yeah. this is kind of how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And yeah, those are the girls that I, I'm still friends with that I've, I've lost contact with. But a lot of time, you know, I want to reconnect and I know when I do, it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You just pick up right where you yeah. left off. And yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's hard because I'm trying to teach my girls about friendships. You know, they're navigating that themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have one daughter that has like a ton of friends or girls that she plays with and then I have one friend or one daughter that has like a couple of good friends and you know and letting them realize that that both of those are okay and each friendship is precious and special Mm -hmm. um and you know and I think that's a good reminder for us when we get older like each friend holds a special place for whatever reason yeah um and I think, you know, their roles that they play in our lives can surprise us. Yeah. You know, my friend coming over to massage my swollen feet when I was pregnant, yes. you know, she was working full time as a pharmacist at that point, And we really had not hung out probably in months. We saw each other at events and things like that at church, but we hadn't really had sit down quality time. And I was really um, delightfully surprised, not because it's not in her nature, but that she took time out to come over and yeah. bring me food and take care of me. Yes. And, you know, that that she would play that role in that moment in my life, I wouldn't have anticipated that. Yeah. And it was such a pleasant and wonderful blessing to just say, I'm so glad for her. So glad. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny to look back and look at the friends you had at different stages in your life. Yeah. And how they shaped you as a person or who you were at that moment. Yeah. That those were your friends, you know. <laughs> you know, when I found those friends in high school where for the first time I felt like I could really be myself, it was such a relief for me, yeah. you know, that, oh, okay, I can like this kind of music and they're not, they do make fun of me, but it's all in a good way, you know. <laughs> it's all good nature. Yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. I was 15 and they'd say, you have the music taste of a 35 year old. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but it was, it was so, um, it was just liberating to, yeah. you know, be able to voice your opinions on things. And I think that was the first time that I realized, that, you know, that I started feeling comfortable in my own skin, um, yeah. which is hard when you're a teenager. So and hard. not that I completely, you know, avium even there now, but you've mastered it. Right. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, But I think that was when I first started to realize, okay, you can be yourself and the what's that quote, the right people will love you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, there's one quote that comes to mind, actually, a true friend accepts who you are, but also helps you become who you should be. Yeah, I love that. And it seems like they really helped you to feel valued. Yeah. For who you are. Yeah, that's a tremendous gift that had to have left an impression. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, and I think that stayed with me because you don't always 
always get that throughout your life, you know, consistently. Yeah. Well, especially as we become adults and we're sort of thrown out into the fray, everybody has an opinion, even if it's not voiced directly to you between media and culture. There's always stuff coming at you saying you should be fill in the blank. Right. And so to have that tribe of people that really accept you for who you are, but also challenge you to be the best version of yourself. Yeah, exactly. That is an amazing friend. That's like a fierce friendship that'll stand the test of time. Yeah, absolutely. I remember um, when I was in high school, I was a cheerleader and our coach, I always joke, it was more like finishing school than cheerleading <laughs> because she was really mentoring us and teaching us how to be women of God. Yeah. And just ladies in general out in society, like how to behave yeah. <laughs> without being a spaz. No, that's, that's a great coach. <laughs> it was a great, yeah. She, her name's Denise. She was fantastic. And we're still friends. Um, but she always walked with this really quiet confidence that I admired mm. um, because I tend to err on the side of loud and I wear everything on my sleeve and I... um she taught me that not everybody deserves to know what's mm, on your heart yeah. and what's in your mind, that you share that with privileged few, the trusted few. Right. But she did. She just had this quiet confidence about her that I always was like, I want to be like that, mm, you know, and yeah. just hanging out with her. I'm like, okay, you know, rub some of that yeah. off on me, like that <laughs> awesome, just calm peace and confidence. It just really made an impression. It shaped yeah. who I am today. And when I have those moments of, I don't have to just say whatever's on my mind. Right. I can just sit here quietly in my thoughts and and be discerning. Right. You know, about who I share my heart with right. and, and what I share. Yeah. So yeah, that definitely made a lasting impression on how I conduct myself today. Yeah. yeah. She's obviously uh was in the right position, you know, for she her. She totally was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like God sort of just put her there right for me. Yes. <laughs> Selfishly. And all those women that moved through <laughs> Yes, we her. all yeah, I'm still friends with some of the girls and um, that I cheered with. And we all have these kind of similar memories of how mm. she just mentored us and really just kind of helped us to be comfortable in our own skin and be who we're supposed to be. Yeah. I love how God places those people in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know what's going on at the moment. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but you look back and you think, oh, OK, that's that's what we were doing there. And yeah. that's why I'm like this or not like that. And right. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah. it's so important. Well, I think, you know, uh, just chatting about friendships, it's so easy to feel guilty and how I was talking about this in the beginning that I was Mm -hmm. just feeling like a bad friend and living with that guilt every day. And you kind of have to step back and tell yourself, it's okay, you know, let go of that guilt. Everybody has a lot going on. Yeah. Um, and I think we've said, you know, talked about this before that it's so easy to get caught up in the 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 mom world and that you're working and you're balancing your kids and life mm-hmm. and family and everything in between. And sometimes those friendships do get put on the back burner for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think everybody understands. So I, I think Definitely. if I want anybody to take anything away from this, it's to be encouraged that it's okay. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, we, I think... We're we're all like that, or we've all been through that. Yep, we are. We're all, I think, in the same boat. And I think, you know, we women are excellent at carrying around extra guilt yes. that maybe we don't need to be carrying. Yes, it's <laughs> so know? true. That is and so true. Just to give yourself that permission to, you know what, send a text. Just let them know you're thinking about them. And, you know, that can go such a long way. And I have a friend who always says, you know, I would never be hard on my friend If she was sharing the things that I'm feeling, Mm. you know, this guilt that I'm feeling, if I were to go to her and say, oh, I feel so guilty, you know, if she were the one coming to me saying, oh, I feel so guilty, I haven't called you in forever, I wouldn't think anything of it. Yeah, it's so true. I would just be like, oh, you're fine. Like, you know, let's grab coffee when we can. It's just, I think so often we beat ourselves up unnecessarily because 
we sort of feel like surely I'm the only one not reaching out yes. or not calling or not making time. And I feel like I should be able to do all the things and balance every relationship that I've ever had ever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just not reality. No. But it's not for anybody else either. We're all in that same kind of boat. And we would never give somebody a hard time if they say, no. I'm sorry, it's been a year since we've talked. It's like, it's good to hear from you now. Yeah, thank you for, for calling or yeah. yeah, texting. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Summer and I are here to say, pick up the phone. That's right. <laughs> Call your girlfriend. It's okay. <laughs> Send a text. That's Send right. a Facebook message. Whatever you, whatever you. Don't be scared to do it. That's right. Just take five seconds send it out. You'll feel so much better. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Don't feel guilty. That's right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a joy. Yeah, Yeah, it's been really fun. And thank you so much for for being here and being part of our conversation. And uh, we hope that we can encourage you to to get out there and and make the phone call and uh, (laughs) maybe make a new friend at the park. Exactly. (laughs) And it won't be awkward at all. (laughs) If it is, it'll still be the best day ever. Exactly. (laughs) You can find our podcast and download it at thefishportland.com and also over at kpdq.com as well. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.